today is Friday, October the 29th. And <laughs> Not yet. You're just a few days early. <laughs> and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined by my very scary co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. <laughs> and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween indeed, yes. So, Jeff... It's even though I'm that scary, I I have uh, maybe an even scarier outfit on today than normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So, anyway, let's get on to the markets. There it is. Everybody's tired. It's busy times here at the harvest. So, uh, markets were strong this week, Dolores. Uh, they corn, were. This yeah. year's harvest, uh, corn... Last week we were talking about the markets pulling back a little bit. This week corn was up $12, closed at $281 for this harvest. That's pretty amazing, $281. Um, soybeans were up $8. Spring wheat was kind of the leader this week, jumped up $15 old crop, $8 for next year. And uh, the winter wheats were up about $6, $7 across the board. So it, the markets were up this week. Like in harvest, don't markets normally go down in harvest? They usually do. We actually talked about this uh, in our one of our blogs this week how uh, about our harvest lows and how it kind of hit a little bit early this year. But now here we are, close, corn closed at 281 here uh, on the close here today on Friday. It almost seems like last year where the prices just kept going up through harvest. It However... Did. So what happened, Jeff? Did China come to the market? No, China has not come to the market. They made a couple small purchases this week, but their purchases are way behind. Export numbers are way behind for soybeans, corn, spring wheat, probably winter wheat. I actually didn't look that one up, but uh, they're behind out of the U.S. for all of them. So, so why is the market going up? Is there production issues? No, because they're having strong harvest in the U.S. for both soybeans and So and, there's a lot of supply corn. out there? There's a lot of supply of corn and soybeans. Price is still going up on it. So let's see. Corn. What really drove the corn market this week? Ethanol. Ethanol has been a, a stable part of the corn demand structure for the last numerous years. Mm-hmm. And uh, but this two weeks ago... So not this week, but last week, I guess. Uh, ethanol, the ethanol grind in the U.S. was the second largest weekly grind of corn that they've had since they've started making ethanol. So they produced like 106 million barrels per day. So which is just a massive amount of ethanol. That is a lot of ethanol. And they talk that the ethanol producers have uh, very strong margins right now. Even with a high price of corn, they have strong margins. And why would that be? Oil prices. I was going to say, is it probably the increasing oil price? Because then... like oil prices, they're now, what, like about a seven-year high, something like that, over a five-year high. So are people using is. ethanol more now because oil is so much more expensive? Or how does that work? I think that's part of it uh, right there. The uh, As we're getting out of some of the COVID times in the marketplace the demand people want to drive in the u.s they want to they're burning more oil and if ethanol is just a little bit cheaper they'll increase the blend of ethanol up to like their maximum of 10 percent or whatever Hmm. they'll increase it up in there so the ethanol plants are running i read uh, today 97 percent capacity in the u.s it's amazing how they come up with these numbers (laughs) 
<coughs> excuse me. So they're running really, really strong. They're producing as much ethanol as they can, so they're using more corn. Even though exports are lower right now in the states on the corn side, yeah. the demand side from ethanol is driving this market. So how long will this last? It's hard to tell. Like, uh, so say China doesn't come to the table. Do you, is this enough to make up for that lo- that decrease on the, on their side? Definitely not. This is just a, a nice thing that they're looking at right now is driving like really short term. So the market's being really reactive to short term news. Basically. Yeah, reactive to short term news. Some of the volatility in the marketplace. Uh, China, they they still, they need exports, whether it's to China, well, it has to be to China probably. They need exports to increase in the U.S., in the corn side, in the soybean side, to keep these markets going stronger. Like soybeans come up this week, and there wasn't really anything to drive soybeans up this week. Exports are really slow on the soybean side. China hasn't stepped up to the, to the, as a big buyer yet, you know. The harvest pace is really strong, really fast in the U.S. They're not talking about poor yields. They're not talking about bumper yields, but they're talking about strong yields in the U.S. So, you know, I think corn just kind of went up this week. Maybe uh, soybeans, the soybean oil side helped uh, for biodiesel and that too with crude oil prices higher. Only makes sense. But uh, I guess the star this week away from corn and soybeans was spring wheat. Uh, I know Edward loves to talk about spring wheat, but uh, so spring wheat prices on their, uh, they've traded now at something like a 10-year high this week they hit. And that's pretty phenomenal. Like it's pretty, pretty amazing. They're at a 10-year high and it's just like, how high can this market go? But this one is maybe because of production issues. This one is the production issue one. That's <laughs> what we didn't hit on, and that's definitely production issue in the U.S. and Canada this year for for spring wheat. But now, as we talk about production issue, there uh, remember wheat is harvested around the world something like ten or eleven months of the year. Australia right now is looking at record yields in their wheat. So this uh, could maybe come crashing down very soon. Argentina is also looking at some record yields. So this part with the spring wheat, like, what's the old saying about high prices? They they cure high prices. Because they kill demand. That's right. And so with these big high prices on spring wheat, you know, has it killed demand? Again, the, ex, the exports of spring wheat is down from the U.S. too. They don't have the supplies to export, but it's still down. With looking at higher production of wheat in other countries, you know, this market... It could pull back anytime. You know, we had uh, a couple customers sell some spring wheat they had in storage this week. Seemed like great numbers at four thirty-five. Had a, another customer put a target order in at four hundred fifty dollars. So I I'm hope ho- it hits. <laughs> I'm hoping for that customer. The wheat market runs at least another eight dollars before it pulls back. And yeah, you know, we could be sitting here three weeks, a month from now, and say, "Oh, was the wheat market going to pull back?" But just know when the markets, they can't go up forever and no. they will pull back one day. And unfortunately, when they when they pull back, usually they pull back hard. So and it, we're not saying they'll pull back to where they were two years ago no. levels, but they will pull back from where they oh, are. Oh, like there's cause spring wheat for next year is at, uh, you know, just under $360 a ton for next summer. That's almost a $100 difference. Yeah. Not quite. 
But it's still eighty dollar difference. I remember when we get over three hundred dollars, I was all excited calling people to sell wheat. So it uh, if you're an historic spring wheat grower, it's probably a good time to reward that marketplace with with some sales. So let's talk about the local harvest, uh, Dolores. What are you seeing here at the elevator? Well, I think we talked about the U.S. harvest is not, they're not saying it's the best yields ever, but it's not saying it's the worst either. They're strong yields, and I think that's the same in our local marketplace for soybeans. I, it's hard to say where we're at with the soybean uh, harvest. We've had so much rain, and guys are trying to get them off, and I guess we had good pri- we have good prices, we have good yields this year, so I guess uh, <laughs> harvest is, is our source for <laughs> Yeah, <point>. especially <laughs> on the soybeans with those scattered <laughs> rains we've had and, you know, hold people up for three or four days. And for sure. Where, you know, luckily we have that separate dryer for soybeans and it's been busy. Yeah. Every time the combines roll, it gets busy. Combines are rolling again today here on Friday and unfortunately yeah. the weather, it looks like some... Adverse weather coming this weekend will slow them down again. So I don't know if it's fair to say we're at what, at what 60, 70%? 70% maybe. There's yeah. uh, there's definitely pockets that are done and other pockets that have lots left of soybeans. For and sure. The corn harvest though, let's, what's the, the big bonus on corn? The big? Well, the big bonus is just big yields, I guess. <laughs> Good price and big yields. <laughs> The, uh, That's right. Some phenomenal yields we're hearing in the People are talking corn. big numbers in corn. And that's, that's awesome. uh, pretty nice with a good, strong price that's out there. It is, so yeah. We, uh, so so I, next week, the harvest will continue. Yes, it will. You know, we're let's get those beans off every window you get. Get those beans off, people. We are just November 1st. is just a couple days away. So uh, That's on Monday. But before November 1st is Halloween. Woo-hoo. Yes, it is. <laughs> Trick or treat. Oh, well, we hope everyone has a great weekend and maybe a little bit of chance to catch up on some sleep <laughs> with the rains coming. Um, but, yeah, have a good and happy and safe Halloween. Be good, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye for now.